Now rise for the Pad Boars National Anthem. Oh, <laughs> That's not what you were singing before. What was it I sing before? The Hot Pockets song. <laughs> Reunited. <laughs> Reunited at last. Reunited at last, and it feels so good. Pad Boars. <laughs> oh my god yeah don't keep that don't keep that we're keeping it for sure welcome to the pad bros podcast your home for third hand news questionable advice and dubious opinions all about puzzle and dragons it is sunday still for a little bit longer almost monday but it is sunday we'll be podcasting into the monday mornings I hope not. That would still be... Well, maybe. We've, we got, we've gone that long before. But we've got plenty to talk about. I haven't seen you in like three months. It's been a really long time. So it's Sunday, July 31st, 2016. I am Evan, and with me in the same oh. room... In the same room. It's Padbor Kevin. Padbor. <laughs> One typo that I unfortunately perpetuated from template to template and now we're the pad bores instead of the pad bros, huh? Hashtag pad bores podcast. <laughs> Hashtag pad wild bores because we're drinking. What is uh, our drink of the pod? I don't even know. We've got this um, cucumber sour beer. Which I love and I don't really like beer but I'm into this. Yeah, I think it's from Ten Barrel Brewing Company, which I... I Shout out to you, Ten Barrel. I know very little about, but uh, it's tasty. And there's a, there's a few more cans of it over there. Mm. Sour beer from a can. It's weird. It's all right, though. All right. Uh, oh, man, I didn't throw together an outline, but I'll uh, go off the top of my head. We're probably going to talk for about 45 minutes about personal news, because... We just haven't seen each other in person for that yeah, long. Evan, or even you? podcasted together. Tell me about yourself. This is an outline, Kevin. We can't do <laughs> Okay, sorry. I, I always, I have this problem. Every time we go to the outline, I get too excited. And I want to talk about the things you bring up. Yeah. But sorry, I'll let you continue. Okay, we'll talk about our personal news. Um, in personal news, we will discuss Pokemon Go. Yes! Taking over your life. Uh, your trip to the Philippines. Life in L.A. And the Padcross anime that uh, we introduced you to tonight. And I um, love. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm also, to... also enjoying it quite a bit. Uh, and then we'll talk uh, a little bit of personal news. Uh, Godfest is here today and tomorrow. And uh, I want to we'll go through how that's going so far and what we're hoping for in the future. Um, co-op everything has sort of changed a lot of the game. It's changed me. a lot. And I, I think a lot of people are sort of missing that part of the game, but we'll talk about that. Um, North American news is, man, it's all about Miru, or Mir, as it was unfortunately translated into uh, English. Miru just sounds way cuter. Miru does sound way cuter. Uh, a bunch of JP news from a recent stream. I think that stream was like Thursday night, or in between Thursday night and very early Friday morning. Um, I'm a, a slightly disappointed in one of the things that came out, but we'll uh, oh, no. we'll, we'll get there. Um, and then our leader of the pod, I botched. Uh, we had a question emailed to into us from Parker, uh, who was emailing us from Tokyo. Is that his username, Parker? Uh, I don't know, but he plays on the JP edition of Pad. But oh. uh, I guess he's a 
English speaking fellow and likes to listen to us on the train. And uh, That's awesome. I botched his question because he pulled a Gremini, uh, which is one of the Godfest exclusives in Japan that we've barely touched on on the podcast. Uh, and he was like, oh, like, can you talk about it? And, and I uh, just in my head for some reason got Rono. So I, I prepared for the other Godfest exclusive that was in- introduced at the same time as Gremini. And uh, I think in our discussion, we'll see why. <laughs> It's uh, not as uh, interesting a leader as mm. Gremini. And uh, we'll have to get to Gremini next podcast. Yeah, Parker, we'll get you next time. And uh, unfortunately, I hope we're not too late for him. Uh, he was like talking about how he had a bunch of MP saved up. Oh. Uh, and he was going to buy some, maybe buy uh, some monsters to fit really well with Gremini. But uh, I, uh, if I have to, I will do an emergency solo podcast to break down Gremini or uh, even uh, discuss with uh, some co-oping friends that I've made online running some dungeons and then uh, cute corner and uh, that's it that's a wrap is that it's not too intimidating a little intimidating considering I've been out of the game for a bit oh right so let's go to that in real life news you're out of the game for a bit what do we do you're a Pad so, Bro. What's so, happening? Yes, I know. I'm a Pratt Pratt Bro. <laughs> You're a Pratt Boar. <laughs> it's just gonna escalate. Uh, I'm a Pad Bro for life. But like I said on many many pods ago, I, the reason why a big reason why I love this game is because it reminds me of Pokemon. For me, it's like an adult Pokemon. But as you know, recently Pokemon Go came out, and I'm just giddy like a little child, and I've been on it. I've just been on top of it. I've been playing like all day. All, all right. right. Well, like, give us your stats. Like, so, if you've been on it and playing all day, you're like well, level, level ninety nine. That that doesn't exist yet. I think oh. the highest out there is like thirty something. Okay. And Where are you? I am at level twenty three. Twenty three. Yeah, I started a little bit late because it they launched it when I was in the Philippines, and then I started like a week after it had started, and just been playing catch up since then. Hmm. Got some Dratini's farm, got some Magikarps, looking pretty good. Okay. Tons of Stardust. So why do you still have tons of Stardust? Because I have commitment issues. Okay. So I don't want to evolve anything yet. So we recently, like this afternoon, we went through your box and uh, in, in Puzzle and Dragons, and... Uh, you're like, oh man, what do I sell? Like everything's, you know, I'm I'm out of box space, and I'm like looking through, and you just got like twenty three flampies and five <laughs> five red snow globe dragons, and yet you have all these monsters that aren't skilled up and aren't leveled up. And I mean, you know, that's the fun part of the game for me. You know, I love hoarding things. Yep. Um, actually, one of our first bonding experiences was when I sent you that page of Tamadras. Well, so the, the a funny thing was is that I actually needed a ton of Tamadras the other day, and uh, I you know, hooked up with a friend, co-op, we're running together, I'm like, hey man, I need Tamadras. In fact, what it was is uh, Awoken Lubei team was okay. here, so I did the Evo, I needed a ton of Tamadras for, for all the monsters, for all my Zeus's, and uh, Zeus's, I don't know. and uh, Zeus's. Yeah, just <laughs> I, I needed a ton of tomatoes for all my and uh, so I was running the 
the Tamadra village that I purchased mm-hmm. with ten, this friend, and he was like, yeah, I need a ton of Tamadras too. And we just ran it. And by the end, I had a page of Tamadras. And didn't it feel so good? I, I was just like, oh, hey, I'm going to take a photo of this so I can, <laughs> so I can show Kevin. That was, that was the only thing that I felt about it because I immediately fed them away. But uh, I don't know. I mean, the, the page of Flampies is cool. If you're not going, man, I need some skill ups on this monster, <laughs> or luckily I don't use a fire team, so the flint bees are okay. Yeah, yeah. How do you have a page of bad peas? I know I do. That that one's a little hard. <laughs> I might not last to get to that one. All right. Well, I I, it's not that I discourage your hoarding, <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, it's it's a it's an interesting problem to face like oh i don't have enough box space because i've got all these peas plus all these monsters that could be skilled up like it's it's i'm really jammed up here i, I don't know what to do <laughs> problem solution yeah all right uh so you do you have that same hoarding problem in pokemon go no because actually i did earlier and then i bought box space in pokemon but i've just been selling my magikarp I had like several pages of Magikarp. Um, you had pages of Magikarp. I had pages because Santa Monica Pier is just full of them. It's a nest. You can just get them all night. So as well as the Bay Bridge. All night, huh? Yeah. So <laughs> I didn't stay out till four in the morning playing Pokemon Go. That's not a thing. <laughs> Way to throw me under the bus. <laughs> wow. You're the one that mentioned that you can just farm Magikarp all night long. Way into the morning. Well, I, I get off work super late and my friends like still want to go. So when we go, we're like, okay, we'll go for a little bit. There'll probably be no one there. And we get there and there's just like hundreds and hundreds of people. So lures are running all night. Uh, we think the Santa Monica Pier, like whatever company, like, funds the the lures because they're running all night oh so you think that this is a business thing yeah like people hang out all night they get bored and they buy churros and ride rides and all they have to pay is 50 cents for a lure and they get all this business that's interesting i had not thought of that as an idea but it clearly someone who is savvy and caught on quickly could be like yeah i want a bunch of people to be around my business and then have me be the only business open. Yeah, yeah let, let me let me. Uh, there's like about let a, me send up this signal to like get like all the dozen, Pokemon goers. A dozen lures that are like consistently running all day. There has to be someone who's just refreshing them. All right. I, I mean, I don't. Diana's been playing Pokemon Go, and I've definitely sort of uh, operated her game for her when she's driving. That's, that's uh, good. To you know just try to hit the Pokestops that we drive by mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, so I've seen, you know, I've seen the places where there's just lures popping off a lot. Um, so uh, I've seen it. it. You know, I, c- I could believe that someone might be setting that up themselves. It's usually like, you know, places, places around where we live are normally just like lunchtime. There's like you know, whenever there's a bunch of people around, someone's always, like, tripping the lures. Yeah. I met um, a Pokemon Go whale who was just, like... You met a Pokemon Go whale. Yeah. Now, what what constitutes a Pokemon Go whale? I don't name his name, but he basically was, like, 
we were at this park with eight lures and he was the one who was putting all the lures down like he was like oh, I'll drop the lure again guys don't worry about it and he also was there's a thing in the game called the lucky egg where if you use it for 30 minutes you get double the experience mm-hmm. they're a little hard to come by but he was basically saying like I run lucky eggs all day like if I'm playing Pokemon Go I have a lucky egg on alright well what kind of what kind of money are we talking what is it like 80 cents per lucky egg so 80 cents per half hour He's dropping, so you know, buck sixty an hour, mm-hmm. and you know, so if he's playing for let's say twelve hours a day, <laughs> <laughs> which just seems like a lot, uh, or let's let's round it off and say ten hours a day. Yeah. So he's paying sixteen bucks a day with lures, and then lures on top of that, dropping eight lures. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I'm trying to compare it to like what the spending oh, no. would be like on Puzzle and Dragons. No, that's not comparable. There's no rare egg machine in, in Pokemon. Yeah, I mean, I the uh, we do have somebody who climbs at our gym who is rumored to be a uh, a high up at the uh, company that put together Pokemon Go, and oh? I've heard that they have uh, blown away their profit goals. Like, they actually hit their five-year mark already. Oh, spoiler alert. Yeah, so, sounds kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what is, is it just the collection that's the most fun to you? Is there any other aspect of the game that you the, find? I think the nostalgia is really fun for me. Yeah. Because it reminds me of when I was younger and playing Pokemon. It's a, definitely a different style of gameplay, but it's fun to see all these characters again and to try and collect the same team I had growing up. Yeah. Gotta get Is my... it going to last? I don't I don't know. I don't think so. Like I mean, how I'm long curious are... to see how they like how they maintain Yeah, they're going to have to the put... gameplay. I know they're they're going to have, you know, the newer generations, but they're going to have to change something with the battling style to maintain to maintain this game. Yeah. I mean, because already, you know, already it's been decreasing. Because we used to go out and like see people at the parks, like just hundreds of people hanging out. And last night we went and there was like a dozen people left hmm. on a Saturday night, yeah. which is like very little. Maybe they had something else going on. Really? Maybe the lures were popping somewhere else. Maybe Godfest times five. God, Godfest time, times five on Godfest exclusives. I'm sure that didn't distract that many Pokemon Go players. <laughs> Wasn't there someone, one of your friends, had a, a username change? Oh yeah, one of my one of my pad friends. I was scrolling through my list and I just saw BRB Pokemon Go. That's so funny. <laughs> Which you know maybe is true. Maybe we'll be right back. You know, like maybe be Pokemon, right back. Maybe Pokemon Go just is a really cool. It's kind of a fun thing, and then once you've caught the Pokemon that you like really like, you know maybe the effort of like going places and doing stuff will you know cause people to stop. Yeah, because I think a big part of this game is like the social experience, like meeting yeah. people at, at lures or trying to collect things and seeing what people collect. But there's only 150 things out there, so then what? So yeah, I think the novelty will kind of go down. Yeah, hmm. I think so. But it's fun right now, and I, All right. I don't see light in the tunnel yet. Okay, okay. Have you spent money on Pokemon Go? I will 
neither confirm nor deny this question. Okay, and how much money would you like to not confirm or not deny? I would like to not confirm about 10 bucks. Oh, all right. It doesn't seem like very much. I bought a few incubators. Okay, okay. Some lucky eggs. Uh, so you've been uh, out of the Bay Area, down here in L.A. How's it treating you? Pretty good. I'm homesick, though. Yeah? Missing back home, friends and family. Yeah, you know what? Uh, today we uh, we hung out all day. Yeah, it was awesome. Did you uh, miss me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had a great time. It was. Uh... Dan, did you miss me? I'm, I miss <laughs> I miss you. Okay. <laughs> uh, for those of you who couldn't hear Diana whispering way across the room, she said, "What about me?" And Kevin confirmed that he missed her. Oh, um, so. I will tell. I will say that we had a great time today, driving around, ate some awesome food. Oh yeah, uh, enjoyed each other's company. But uh, I realized that I do not miss living in LA at all. Me neither. <laughs> you live in LA. If I if I didn't <laughs> promise I was going to stay here for at least a year, I'd be back in the bay yesterday. But I'm going to give it a year. Okay. I'm going to try and fully experience LA. Give it a chance. There's really good stuff to experience. In fact, we went to my very, there is we went to my very favorite restaurant anywhere today. What was it called again? Angelini Osteria. Oh yeah, and they so are good. fantastic. Even just like their free bread, it's like the best pizza crust I've ever had. Yeah, it was really good. Diana nods. Nods she all it was really good. Yeah, um, everything was great. The octopus, hush puppies. That's from. We also went to Diana's favorite restaurant today. So, really good food in LA. And that was like maybe the one thing that I missed the most. uh, Just because those good restaurants are kind of scattered all over the place, just because of the way LA is. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas, you know, the good restaurants are a little bit more concentrated, sort of up in San Francisco Mm -hmm. when you're in the Bay Area. There's some good restaurants around, but, uh, you know, those really high end places that you can find are. More, I think, concentrated up in the city, in San with maybe a, a few here and there in some of the uh, more uh, ritzy, ritzy suburbs on the peninsula. But food would be the one thing that I could possibly miss about LA: uh, the traffic and the, the crowds and the heat. I was just like, "Oh man, I'm I'm ready to not <laughs> not be here <laughs> again." <laughs> I miss Bay Area weather. Yeah. All right, uh, how was your trip to the Philippines? So good. There's so many islands in the Philippines, and also Puzzle and Dragons works there. Yeah, uh, I think we did some uh, cross-ocean co-oping once in a while. I, uh, um, I know I went to go get some dinner one time, and I like hopped in on a dungeon that you had open. My, yeah, so um, my cousins in the Philippines, uh, or they're from here, but we all, we all took a trip there. We were co-oping nonstop. And I think I, I made a raw team that was really easy to farm to Madras, so we would farm to Madras Village together. And then one time I think you hopped in, and he was like, what the heck, man? <laughs> Who hopped in? And I didn't realize until we were like halfway through the dungeon, I'm like, wait a minute, this isn't my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was kind of fun. Um, it's, it's, uh, I think the co-op thing has sort of led to this very interesting like etiquette where, um, you know, people are often opening up a desirable dungeon, mm-hmm. but they're planning to run it with a specific person. 
uh, and other people like hop in and it's like what do you do when this person hops in do you like just bail oh, on no. them I, I started I'm like you snooze you lose if you if you keep me waiting and someone else grabs it you're lost well, like, get what the if next you, one I mean like things like Super King Carnival and like Tamadra runs or uh, you know when the Star Den of Thieves came out and we got that buff Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there, it was 10 plus eggs per run. Like, people were just like, every time that dungeon opened, just boom. Swoop, swoop. Yeah, and like, uh, if you go to the Discord channel for Reddit, they've, uh, you know, these dungeon, they, people just post the number, and then like, uh, I I know I sat there reading numbers, trying to type them in, and, and then... someone was always in before me. Mm-hmm. Always, always, always in before me, and I just couldn't keep up. So, uh, you know, when it was my turn, I I actually got lazy and That's didn't, didn't you know was like, you know, it was clear like what people wanted to do at that time of day. So I didn't even say what my team was or what I needed. I just like, I had a team set up that could just push button every floor, and it didn't really matter what they brought as long as they brought enough skill boosts. And so I just like type in the the number, and it was like twenty seconds. That's incredible. You like hit send and then twenty. You like I hit send and then like go back to my own app. Wait three seconds and someone's in the room and we'd run the dungeon together. It's that's incredible. I would sometimes just like put. I would just share my room and like within a minute I would get someone. Yeah, it's really it's people it can are be like really on fast. There. Um, there's like uh you know, but there's like when you plan to run with someone else, you know, you don't want to like waste their time right so you kind of gotta like just back out of the room and it's annoying because you have to keep sending codes to them like Mm -hmm. through however you're communicating you're just like oh let me just text you another code well i told my cousin like you took too long like you were like waiting for like two minutes well i and that's the thing is like if someone's dungeon has been up for like more than a minute like if it's up for zero minutes like it's like been shared for zero minutes i was like I'm, maybe, like, I'm maybe. not gonna touch that one. He's probably waiting for somebody. But if it's like two minutes, three minutes, I'm like, oh, let's see if he wants to play. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and that's the case with yours. I was like, oh, why has Kevin been waiting for like five minutes? All right, I was just waiting <laughs> to press that that play button, the start button. Um, so it there's a lot of like interesting etiquette stuff kind of going on with that. I think a lot of that stuff will be fixed. Um, they just came out with a patch uh, that was announced in JP where. You can, you can just hit a person. button to restart, to reopen a dungeon with the same partner. So it's just like, hey, we just ran this dungeon. We're planning to do it again. This button starts oh, another cool. one. All right. Yeah, so that way, if you want to chain runs together with the same person, you don't have to like hope no one jumps in. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, I've been, I've been co-oping with uh, my friend Danny, who lives down in San Diego, and uh, he, you know he's been having to send me codes especially if it's like super king carnival or tamadras because he has a rodin as his leader and people are like oh when someone leads with a rodin that means they're planning to just push buttons for the whole thing Ooh, do you want to be carried yeah and they're so they're like as soon as he opens the thing up people are hopping in all the time so you know now we can just be like send one code and then just hit repeat after that or whatever the button says i don't know what it's actually gonna say that's a nice update. Yeah, I, I think that's a, a pretty cool one. Um, so, uh, anything else come out of your trip to the Philippines aside from lots of co-oping? Um, 
Not really. We got to see family. Got to see a lot of beautiful places. Yeah. Went to a few different islands. And uh, Pokemon Go came out while you were there? Yeah, it did, but I couldn't download it, and I realized now that it wasn't out in Philippines. Oh, okay. It was only out in United States, Australia, and Japan. Okay. Cool. So well, I'm, I'm glad you... Are you happy to be back? Very happy, yeah. All right. No mosquitoes. I had a great time in the Philippines, but I'm really excited to be back where I'm not being eaten alive by mosquitoes. How was food out there? It was good. Yeah. I kept like, oh man, how's the food? And you're like, describing stuff, and I'm like, oh man, it sounds amazing. I yes. need to go. <laughs> you should come. We should go. There's tons of climbing. Yeah. Food. Did you climb out there? I didn't. <laughs> but I, there's tons I of was, it. There was tons that were like different hours, but I was vacationing. Like I was completely relaxed. Wasn't with like a group that wanted to go climbing. Yeah. They were just going to the beach a lot. Went yeah, surfing we, for my first time. Yeah. Kind of an odd coincidence. Your biggest fan, Trey Songs from the 408. Biggest fan. Biggest fan. Uh, was out in the Philippines at the same time. You guys weren't quite in the same location. I was going to try and get you guys to hang uh, out. Trey. And do some co-op together. But uh, Trey and I have been co-oping a little bit. Trey? Trey is not his real name. That's just his in-game name. Is his real name Songs? <laughs> no. Wait, Apparently from... Trey Songs is a, a rapper. I think it's like an R&B, R&B. Like pop artist. Okay. Closely related to two chains, I believe. <laughs> All right, Trey. Well, maybe next time we're in the Philippines. <laughs> or the Bay Area. Or the you Bay know, Area. one of those things. Or anywhere. Hit me up. I don't know you're my biggest fan. I didn't even know I had fans. <laughs> you knew you had fans. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All that false modesty you're throwing around. I didn't even know I had fans. <laughs> what do you mean I look cute today? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> what exactly is it that makes me just like today? name three things you like about me? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, oh, one thing in the Philippines is I realized I had a freaking bomb ass Thor team thanks to my little cousin. He's like, "Oh, you have a great Thor team," so I've just been working on that since I figured that out. <laughs> That's my cousin. Hey, I'm your cousin, Kevin. <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I got Thor, I got uh, Apollo, I got Apocalypse, I got some good stuff. You got Ilm in there? Ilm sometimes. Yeah, Ilm, Ilm can be good. Sun Wing Kong. Sun Wing Kong. Uh, yeah, I've just been like, we farmed to Madras, we powered them up, excited about it. Alright, sounds good. Um, yeah, the one thing... Uh, we'll get to it when we get to our co-op section. Uh, the last thing of uh, personal news that I have on here for us to address, unless you come up with something else, is uh, the Padcross anime. Uh, oh, it is so it good. is out and it is streaming. Uh, I made you watch the first episode tonight, and you don't regret it at all. I don't. I have a um, cartoon crush on Ace. Yeah, I. I don't know if I have a cartoon crush on Ace, but I'm I actually uh, I'm a big fan. I've been a big fan so far. There was one of the episodes I was like, ah, that one kind of drags. But the first episode is super cute. It's really funny. It's hilarious. Um, it's giving me like, have you ever seen like Digimon, the first movie? No. It's similar to that. Yeah. It's like kind of lighthearted, but it's also has some dark moments. Yeah. The the Padcross anime has you know like 
monsters raging through the streets and destroying buildings and people trying to shoot them with like energy tanks yeah they got a tank with like an energy gun on it and uh but also has people pulling drops orbs out of like thin air and making them a mass and then lining them up and throwing them at their monsters <laughs> who then attack with, with force it's it's there's a, a part I don't want to spoil it but there's a part in the first episode where he like calls up these three orbs and then swipes them and it's the funniest thing to me <laughs> yeah so it, it is this combination of like kind of a fun anime and also really goofily like it's goofy but it's goofily also... twisted into Puzzle and Dragons you guys should all see it though I'm a big fan. And, I can't know, wait to see it unfold. It seems like Sonya is one of uh, one of the sort of not maybe not a main character, but definitely an important side character in it. Um, so it'll be very interesting to see what's going on. And then uh, the one of the things that the the characters that are dragon callers can do is they can put on the armor oh. of uh, you know armor associated with the, a certain monster. So. Uh, at the end of the first episode, which is the last thing we saw, is uh, the uh, Lance gets a... Lance is not the main character. Ace is the main character. But Lance gets an uh, an armor orb, and or an armor drop, I guess, and name? puts on the Zerog... Spoiler alert. Like, Dragon Lord... Well, we don't even see it at the end of the first episode. You're right, you're right. Puts on this Dragon Lord armor... Uh, and we don't know what it does. He's just about to do it when the episode ends. Yeah, also the episode... Actually, I don't want to spoil it. Okay. But it involves a, a gold egg. There's a gold egg in the episode. You gotta whisper with... <laughs> There's a gold egg. There you go. Stage whispers, Kevin. Not actual whispers. There's a gold egg. <laughs> Alright, you don't have to try third time. I just blew the mic off the table. <laughs> uh, so, in any case... Uh, the armor is cool, and the armor is actually the stuff that's coming to Puzzle and Dragons, the app that we're playing, the game that we're playing. What do you mean? So uh, each, so you basically have these monsters, and then you can evolve them with Ace or Ana, oh, yeah, which is yeah, another yeah, yeah. character, and you get uh, Ana armor. You know, like you know the Bastet Ace armor, armor Ace Bastet, whatever the case may be. I'm not really sure how they worded it but bastet the armor the ace armor with bastet armor is a uh, sort of an interesting uh monster kind of powerful and then uh there's a uh, typhon ana mm-hmm. and then we have series ana yeah, the artwork is really beautiful yeah it's 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 fairly cute yeah, and yeah. uh pretty 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 excited about that stuff coming to na um, I actually, for a minute, was like, "Oh man, I gotta, I'm gonna beat Anna on my JP account because I have a Typhon, and then I'm gonna evolve that and make that." And then I, the very same day that I thought, "Oh, I'll do all this stuff on my JP account," I realized I do not have any time to play my JP account, and oh, no. I'm out. I gave it away. I Did found you? someone who was uh, in a group on Discord, and I was just like, hey. You found a good home? Uh, yeah. I was like, hey, I have this JP account. I have these monsters, Hypermax. There's these other monsters on my account. This is free to a good home. Like, I just don't have Aww. time. I barely have time to play NA as much as I want to. Same here. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm giving it away. It's It's gone. Was it hard? 
it wasn't really that hard in the end. And in fact, uh, the person I gave it to uh, was super excited about it and really pumped to like use use some of the monsters in there. In fact, uh, there were monsters in there that uh, are great subs for farming Machine Zeus with Machine Zeus, like being the carry team for that. Nice. Um, and uh, I think several of those were actually already hypermaxed on the account. So um, that person was psyched, and I was like, you know what? This was totally the right decision. I've gotten more enjoyment out of this other person's excitement mm-hmm. than I got from running from using that account myself in like the last six months. So that's awesome. Um, the gift of giving. So uh, you know, I gave the account to David, and uh, I, I'm super excited that he's enjoying it. And uh, getting to play with some monsters that he didn't have before. That's awesome. Because uh, that account was old enough and had pulled enough from free JP stones. He's never spent money on JP. You know, it's totally non-IAP. Never dropped Actually, any yen? I didn't even figure out how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I had like, no idea how to how to spend any yen on that account. And uh, But totally non-IAP had bought two Monster Point Dragons. and Wow. Is halfway to a third and... And so there's a raw dragon and a yomi dragon, blah, blah, blah. So um, actually that makes it so that uh, three of the four subs that you would use for farming machine Zeus were actually already hypermax. So yeah, well, uh, I wish David well of it. I hope he... Uh, yeah, David, I hope you keep us posted. Let us know how all that goes. Hope he has fun with it. Uh, Discord name, EggsD. EggsD? EggsD. Okay. His, uh, his profile photo is just a picture of some like hard boiled egg cut in half eggs nice all right so uh let's move on that's some of our in real life news i gave away my jp account um i uh and we're co-oping everything so personal news and achievements uh personally i'll say that i have cracked rank 650 uh, a little while ago i'm 653 now i think wow um you're almost double me yeah getting there which is embarrassing um so i'm excited to try and crank my way up to 700 um and one of the ways i'm doing that is by farming machine zeus and machine hera uh i have uh now um with people that know what they're doing uh as partners uh no i would actually like to do the lube farming team for machine hera but i haven't quite worked on putting that together yet um, I've been farming uh, Machine Zeus with a Machine Zeus leaders, mm-hmm. uh, and the same for Machine Hera. And I have the sub set up for running uh, the red teams versus Machine Hera, and clearing at like a you know if a partner with a decent setup, we're clearing at like ninety eight percent rate. Wow. Uh, and then Machine. Machine Zeus is sort of in the uh, 85-90% rate. So, it's pretty awesome. I have a lot of fun with it. And the co-op cuts the stamina in half and makes it... you can just run it and run it. Yeah, you can... Well, I actually would have to spend a stone in between rank-ups running Machine Hera. Mm -hmm. But, like, that's not a really large price to play at this rank. Price to pay. Price to play. I like that. Yeah, price to play. Price to play sounds good. Um, So that... That's actually really fun. Um, and then also, so I'm doing that with some more experienced players that I meet on like Discord mostly. Some of those five to 600 guys. Yeah. And then uh, also carrying newer players. 
So I've made it a kind of a, a personal goal to try and get as many people through Machine Zeus as possible like if me? they already have Machine Hera. Machine, if, if someone has Machine Hera, I can generally get them through Machine Zeus with sort of low requirements. How about you carry me through Machine Hera? How would I carry you through Machine Hera? Or how about you do that? Oh, I'd love to, but you actually have to like put some plus eggs on a team at some point. Oh. Maybe buy a yo-yo. Mm-hmm. About that, all right. Well, well, we'll talk about that. We'll figure out something, but like Pandora and Lucy aren't gonna do it. How about Pandora? Pandora, no, that's what I meant. Like, Pandora uh, and Lucy the, okay. as leaders are not gonna get through those dungeons without a, a number of stones, but Umiyami, maybe, uh, Awoken Sukuya, maybe. Oh, uh, someone on the Discord server that I spend most of my time on. Uh, put together a like a Awoken Suyukuya zero stone carry team which I watched and I thought was really awesome okay so uh, look into that well yeah I would I would definitely try it with you except I don't have Sukuya so I can't oh. so I could maybe see if somebody Dad, wants carry to me? do it with you but uh, we'll see um, also it's been really cool making friends uh, on Discord and uh, yeah. just chatting with people, uh, co-oping with different people, some of whom are like super fun and cool to talk to, and others are less so. Some are even actually like, given how old I am and how much you know, like oftentimes they're actually like teenagers, uh-huh. and uh, the way that they talk online, I often am very confused <laughs> as to what they're talking about. A little bit of that slang, and like sometimes I'll just be like, ah, Diana, do you know what this means? And she's like, Nope, <laughs> like I don't know either. Call me, I know what things mean sometimes. Maybe, yeah. Some of the, some of the stuff is very very confusing, or like very very niche references that I like don't understand. Oh, you, you know I love niche references. Oh, all right. Um, so <laughs> I think this like the co op everything has like sort of changed everything. Like, like I I don't want to run dungeons by myself. Exactly. I was thinking the same thing when I was in the Philippines. Is that why would I want to run anything by myself when I can like. Get half the stamina, get monster points, get pal points. Yeah, I mean, like, and just the, have like an easier time, like with these dungeons. Yeah, if you're not co-oping, you're just it seem you're just literally wasting stamina because you you could do the dungeon twice and get twice the experience, twice the materials, whatever but, the case may but be. But I also feel like that's like a negative effect on me as well. Is that the pressure of like doing it with someone will sometimes just like make me not want to play. Like, if I'm alone, then I'm just like, oh, I need to wait for my cousin, I need to wait for one of my friends. Yeah. Because um, some of my friends can be hard to co-op with. Yeah, I totally agree. And it's it's it makes it both better and also rough. Like, I, you know, there's all these dungeons where I'm just like, ah, I don't want to run anything by myself. Or, like, a team like Machine Zeus can rage through a dungeon... And my other option for beating that dungeon is way slower. So, like, solo? I'm, I'm paying, yeah, going solo. So I would pay, like, twice the stamina, and it takes me three times as long. Yeah, like, you don't want that. This sounds horrible. I don't want to do that. So, you know, fast and cheap is kind of, like, the name of the game. But in order to do it, you got to co-op. So that makes, like, Discord servers, like, Super. sort of indispensable for me. But Discord's really helpful. Are there, are there any resources that you used? There's, I Twitter. mean, I don't really use much else. Um, I, there's some people that I've connected with. Sometimes you run stuff just by sharing dungeons. 
but you can really run into pitfalls with that where it's like oh like i need i need my partner to bring eight skill boosts so that i can run this dungeon so i'm a little bit and like they show up and they only have seven and then you think you're gonna push a button and it's the nope the button doesn't work so i'm a little bit of a noob so how, how does discord work for, for people who don't know how to use discord uh, Discord is sort of just uh, an online gamer communication. You can either do voice or do chat or do like text chats. Okay. Um, and the there's like different servers and you generally need to be invited to the server. And then once you're there, there's different channels that you can talk. And a lot of them have like, you know, there's a couple of them that I'm in. Uh, one is like an open invite if you go to the Puzzle and Dragons subreddit. Uh, and then they have a bunch of different channels and they'll often, and they're trying to like divide up the co-oping so there's not so much noise. Mm-hmm. So like if you're talking about co-oping, just something that comes up for like an hour once a day. So Gorilla Dungeons like Tamadras or King Super Dragon. King Carnival or Predra Infestation, they have a special channel just for that. So the people that are in there are only talking about the Gorilla Dungeons. So you don't have to worry about someone who's like, oh, I want to try Challenge Dungeon level 10. Yeah. You know, like there's, Or if you are a person who's like looking for someone to try and run Challenge Dungeon level 10 with, and that's way more of a discussion and a negotiation, right? Mm-hmm. Like, do we have compatible leads? And what are the subs? And how are we're we going to deal with this floor? Blah, blah, blah. Like, you need to actually have a talk, right? You don't want to be lost in all the noise of people going, Super King Carnival Panda. This is my number. And it's just like, and there's like seven of those in a row, you know, like, and like, you know, by the time somebody who might actually be interested in running challenges in level 10 with you pops up to look like your message is off the board. You're not going to see it anymore. So, yeah, it's, I think Discord is pretty invaluable and it's like you do direct messages to discuss things with people and you set things up and you find the people that are interested in running the same thing as you. It's, it's been really cool. Um, and then the exciting thing is, is uh, the one that I spend most of my time on is actually has a specific channel and area devoted towards helping newer players beat content or helping them through stuff. Um, and that's been really kind of fun and cool to play with. And I actually, I have a lot of respect for, um, you know, a lot of the guys on there who do the carrying and they, they do brothers. Yeah, sort of. And, uh, and they, they work really hard to try and get people through these dungeons. Uh, and it's, it's really cool. I am, I wish that I, you know, had as much spare time sitting in front of a computer to puzzle and do that kind of stuff with them. You know, like mm-hmm. if I'm chain running a dungeon with, you know, a friend, like up running a Woken Lube and it's just like, oh yeah, now we know this strategy. Like I don't even need to talk to them. Mm-hmm. If I don't need to talk to them, that's fine. Or if I only need to talk to them after the dungeon, that's great. Um, but if you're trying to carry someone new through a dungeon, you can't do it that way. You got to be able to talk to them about every like combo. It's like, hey, on this turn, save some hearts so that I can heal up next turn. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. There's like all all these different things that you you'll want to communicate with them to try and get through the dungeon safely so you kind of have to be sitting in front of a computer so you can type to them and play on your phone at the same time like i don't have that kind of time so i don't carry as much as i would like to Mm -hmm. i still get a few in here and there and it's it's pretty fun and kind of rewarding when people you get to get people through things Mm -hmm. i um one of my first experiences was carrying a guy who had horus um, through Thoth and Sopdet on his ninth day of playing. Wow. 
I was like, this guy, I like, afterwards I was like, man, this game has changed. Like, there's no way I would have beat Thoth and Sopdet, day nine. Legend or Mythical, on day nine. That's crazy. And, you know, the way it works is he has a really bad team, essentially, but he's got a leader that does have a multiplier, a four times multiplier. That rainbow. And I can hit that four times multiplier, and then I bring someone who has a multiplier too, and so... You know, on my turns, I can do enough damage to clear floors. So do you think with this new feature, this new way of playing, that um, the learning or the curve to get started is much easier? I think it depends, because I think that uh, you end up not learning how to play on your own. You're not forced into it as much. Mm Mm-hmm. So, like, you're used to having someone telling you what to do, and it doesn't really matter how well or poorly you combo to beat easier content. Mm -hmm. So, I think that people will get their teams developed a lot faster. They'll progress through the game a lot faster. I don't know if it'll... It may hold them back a little bit in terms of becoming good players. Like quality of puzzling? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know... You know, I see a lot of, uh, you know, complaints among the people that are trying to carry that, you know, there's people that out there that have these, like, really baller, fleshed out teams, really good teams, and then they just can't use them or don't even know how to use them. And I think that's a part of this. Like, people are, you know, accelerating their progress because of co-op, and uh, it's, you know, maybe holding them back a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. From the thorough learning experience. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, we had to, like, try and get through all of the normal dungeons and all that other stuff by ourselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just dragging that finger around the board. (laughs) Couldn't couldn't take every other turn off and wait for somebody who knows what they're doing to kill the monster for us. Back in my day, we didn't have two turns. Now, you can't co-op normal dungeons, so people are still getting through those. King of the Gods is the problem. King of the Gods, yeah. All right. Godfest. Times five. Times five Godfest. This is the biggest it's been, right? Or the highest multiplier. No featured Pantheon gods. Now, in JP, they had a Godfest only, Godfest exclusive only machine. For 10 stones. And it was 10 stones. You're right. Worth Uh, it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I pulled when I had, when the... When I had my JP account and that rolled around, I pulled a few times. What did you get? Odin's? Uh, I got like a Saria and something else, five star. Or just like nine apocalypse. Well, I think I got a couple of Red Sonias and I sold them because I already had one. Yeah, that's like monster points right there. Yeah. Apocalypse isn't a Godfest exclusive. Anymore? Nope. Got got cut out like Guan Yu and GZL. So when do you get it? Like during Light Gala's? Evan has left the building. See what this is like? <laughs> you just walk away? Evan just went to go grab a drink. He'll be back soon, guys. You didn't, you didn't just keep talking and carry the, go- carry the conversation like you expect me to do when you walk away. No, because you brought up the topic <laughs> of Apocalypse. I'm like, oh, he's going to talk more about Apocalypse. You brought up Apocalypse. I just told you it wasn't a Godfest exclusive anymore. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I think he shows up at Light Galas. <laughs> we could edit that down a little bit. 
<laughs> this is the 20 minutes of um where are you going uh where are you going from here all right i've got my beer in hand we can continue on um when are you gonna pull day one uh i pulled ha- day one and i got did you Andromeda? get a godfest exclusive i did not no do you have more stones i have enough for about three more pulls three more pulls all for tomorrow okay i'm gonna hope for that blue norn finally Skull, Skull, you just, you just don't exist. I don't know where you are. I'm looking. I've been looking for you. I've been waiting for you, but you're not here. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, I pulled a little bit today, and oh, and you got some goodies. I I did. You got uh, some monster points, I think. <laughs> uh, I did actually. I. I uh, I think Diane and I drove until like after 1 a.m. last night, so we pulled when we uh, parked before going to bed. Mm-hmm. And I pulled a dupe Gaddius and a dupe Kana. Oh. Now, Kana's a six-star, and I think she's going to get sold, because what do I do with two Kanas? You get more monster points. Yeah, I think so. I don't, I don't think I can... I can't think of a... a situation where i need a second kana i'll probably sit on it for a little while before i make that final call but they're gonna release an evo where like you need three kanas to make this kana system it's gonna be awesome maybe i don't know i'll i'll hang on to it and think about it just just hoard it just get a page of kanas a page of kanas a page of six star Godfest exclusive is a lot that's tons yeah and then uh a page of elms page of elms i can't just just lights and reds all day long um i uh will say that i pulled a few more i pulled four more times before we started this podcast and i'm pretty psyched because i got both of i bought i got both red and blue odin which i did not back have to before back too. uh no it was uh oh, okay pulls number two and four out of oh, the uh so even number yeah, and I finally have a Rodin. That's your first Rodin? First Rodin. Nice. Now you can join the likes of Mariah. <laughs> yeah. A lot, a lot of folks have Rodin. I'm I'm excited to finally have him and, and uh, plug him into my push-button teams. Now they, now they won't look quite so janky sometimes. Oh. Sometimes people are like, you know, they'll, they'll see my, my push-button team up and they're like, I see you have a skill inherited onto that Tengu. But uh, what is the skill like? You know, <laughs> when someone sees a rodent on your team, they're like, "Okay, oh, that's gonna clear a floor," and uh, you know, got three skill boosts. I know what I know what I'm getting with a 297 rodent. I'd love a rodent. I have a chibi rodent. Yeah, well, the skill still works. No skill boost though. But uh, I was thinking I was talking to JJ about it. That skill is still useful for as a push button to clear a floor, mm-hmm. and. You don't have to worry so much about skill boost nowadays because you're doing it in co-op. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you if you're running something with me, you'd be like, you just count your skill boosts and then tell me how many you need in order for all your monsters to be up first turn. Oh. Right. So you're like, I have six skill boosts. Can you bring eleven? And I'll be like, Yes, I can. Nice. Because I, I'll just can throw you bring all your Tengu, please. Yeah, I, I, I throw two Tengus and two Yamatos on there, and that's uh, 14 skill boosts right there, plus I'll put uh, Ra in front, so that's two more. So I'll bring 16 skill boosts and a button for you to push. Hey. That's my standard, like, 
let me be your co-op push button friend team. Six, 16 skill boosts and a button. That's plenty. Yeah, and I can switch one of those Yamatos out for my Rodin, and then I'll have 16 skill boosts and two buttons. Just in case you fi- you mess something up and you need me I to flub. I flub a push button. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had that situation happen uh, when I was trying to do some plus egg runs in Thieves' Den with somebody, and uh, you know I I I got I pushed buttons to a point, and then we were like one skill boost short, and so my my monster didn't kill, but I had seen that he had Rodin on his team, so I passed to him. He used Rodin and another button, and I like mashed the nice button until he passed back, and then I was able to clear, <laughs> clear the final floor. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah. Um, so sometimes it works out. Uh, other times people don't know what you're talking about. I actually, I ran that dungeon with somebody where, um, he didn't have enough skill boosts. I like buttoned a few floors and then I passed to him. He did two buttons and then he hit Goemon and then he swiped the board and then he went to me and I was just like, well, you just took away all the orbs I was going to use to kill the boss. So I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do now. Pass so, back. Well, we just we yeah we did. I passed it back, and then we died because he didn't have any orb changers to clear the final floor either. Oh, um, what a word! By the way, in co-op, twenty-five stamina per run. The new thieves' den with the the buff that we got recently is like the most stamina efficient plus egg farming you can do. Oh, ten plus eggs for twenty-five stamina. And can I be carried? Yes, you can. In fact. Uh, I have a team set up where you can lead with one of two farmable leaders. And all you have to do is bring... I think I need you to bring like uh, 10 skill boosts, I think. Okay. I think I have eight on my team. I'm down. Just put me on the dark timeline. I'm down. Okay. So you either need to lead with Goemon or Hadar. Both of which, one's a little harder to make, one's really easy to make. Goemon's easier, right? No, Hadar is super easy. Okay. It's like one... You just need to get all five mech dragons and one gold keeper. Hmm. And then you can make Hadar. You should skill them up a little bit. It reduces the skill boosts needed. But regardless, farmable leader, and and you can farm some skill boost monsters, Tengus... And then uh, just watch your partner get you 10 plus eggs in under a minute. Nice. Yeah. It is really nice. Do some work. Okay. Godfest tomorrow. I'm pulling. Going to get Norn, hopefully. Anything else you're hoping for? Ashamily. Ashamily? would love Ashamily. Work for my Lucy or Panda team. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. North American News. Talked about Godfest exclusive. We talked about some other things just now. Miru, Miru is here. Miri, that's Mirror? that's the big news. Oh yeah, M Y R Mirror is not, not. Uh, I think people were not happy when they saw that translation. Like, I'm oh not. man, I've I'm been calling her Miru for like two months now. Um, but in any case, I'm gonna keep calling her Miru. I I don't like Mir. Um, so Miru, I. Uh, is strong she's a strong leader uh you know super tanky 75 percent damage reduction her leader skill also gives you an extra if you're running 
double mirror leaders, you get an extra four seconds of combo time. So even if you've got like only two time extends on your whole team, and Miro doesn't have any herself, so you know that you don't get any there. But if you have two more, you're looking at nine seconds of combo time mm. to make this cross of hearts and other things. So um, I'm starting to practice it, getting a little bit better. I have uh, a Kaede team. Altivo Kaede is also in town, uh, which is pretty cool. <laughs> and uh, I was able to use. Kaede to beat Miru um, solo and I'm starting to get better at making these crosses of hearts and understanding um, how to form the rest of your how to form them, how to use my skills and when to do those kind of moves so uh, very cool fun to do been farming Miru with Awoken Lube and discovering how poor at comboing many people are yeah, you when are... there's no time extends, there's one floor uh, where if you're running Awoken Lube, you basically need to do five combos and a row of green. And if you do five combos and a row of green, you'll kill, you'll you'll clear the board. If you don't do a row of green, you want your attack won't be high enough. Um, and if you don't do five combos if you do four or less combos it's going to heal the monster to absorb instead of a uh, damage so people are popping bicolor boards and i'm looking at the board before they start comboing and i'm like all right i can see five combos in this many moves or this many moves and uh i have no there are no partners that i have played that dungeon with that have not at one point failed the five combos the five combos wow so i've seen i've watched every single person fail um do you think i don't feel bad about it i don't really care it's like 25 stamina do you whatever think it's the row that's difficult to manage? i i think so um i don't know why I, I mean i think it's possible that people nowadays just start with teams where are like rainbow match teams where they need more um, time extends and I think I, I did a lot of comboing early on trying to make rows and do stuff without time extends and so I, I did enough of it that I, I really worked to try and see the patterns without um, you know without really having to folding it to corners yeah like I, I see I watch people do it and they just are doing a lot of board rearranging trying to do a ton of board rearranging which works really well when you have time extends and I can see where they're going with it but like really what you want to do is try to combo you know create those combos in as few moves as possible mm-hmm. and I'm really discovering that like people aren't so great so do you think it's like an issue of like not reading the board enough before they start uh, I think it's a little bit of like they really know how to fix a board and rearrange it and they're trying to do it fast instead of just like reading what's there and trying to just like alright well if I do just a few moves here and a few moves there I'll end up with something that's like less ideal than what I'm used to mm-hmm. but it's effective so I don't know We'll see how we'll see how it goes. Um, I've enjoyed my uh, Miru 
visit. She was only here for two days. Unfortunately, I had to work a lot and slash drive down here. So I couldn't really? farm it as much as I wanted to. But, uh, you know, I'm working on those skill ups. And uh, she's coming. She's gone from her first appearance to showing up in a coin dungeon rotation. So she disappeared okay. uh, from our special dungeon list at 7 p.m. today. And she will reappear in the coin dungeon list uh, at 1 a.m. Uh, this coming morning. Nice. <laughs> so uh, we've got plenty of plenty of time to run Miro. Hey, let's get um, let's get me a Miro. I need one. Yeah, uh, let's do that with like Lucy or Pandora. It'll be um, a lot of stalling and not as fast <laughs> and fun as Awoken Lube, but it'll work. It'll be fun for me. And then you'll have to start working on all those Evo materials, which Ooh. are extensive. You gotta get some an Alt Evo Athena and Elia, uh, Alt Evo Sandalfon. Uh, you gotta Alt Evo a Nordis, uh, evolve a Deus Ex Machina, and I think oh, Alt uh, you gotta Alt Evo the Zeus and Hera, and uh, do the Resurrected Evo of Versh or Verche. So that that's a lot of a lot of doing and evolving to get Miru. Um, we have a half price latents in our monster point store going on right now. It's kind of an interesting thing. Uh, do you latent your monsters very much, or I've only, only free stuff or stuff you've farmed? I've only latent my uh, Umiyami. Just put a bunch of time in. Have you spent monster points to do it at any time? No, I've I've only I've I haven't spent one monster point. I've just been saving. How much do you have? Mm, Four hundred something. Yeah. No one's uh no one's inspired you to bite the bullet and purchase. Yo, you used to come pretty close and, as well as Yummy Dragon, but not yet. Not yet. All right. All right. Cool. Uh, you got any other North American news you want to mention? Um, we saw. Some Evos come out that I forgot to write down, but Kaede is out, Samira is out. Izanagi. Awoken uh, Izanagi is a, just announced in JP, so he's not know. out in NA yet. But we have uh, Awoken Lube, obviously, came out. Uh, Awoken Sun Chuan. Um, Subaki got an Alt Evo. Uh, a bunch of interesting stuff going on. Um, I don't think any of it affected me nearly as much as Kaede. Uh, but actually, Awoken Lube affected me way more. But Kaede is, is fun and will be cool to play with as well. That SS rank, though. Yeah, that SS rank. I mean, after running her in Miru, it was, it was really obvious why she gets that rank. It's just like these monstrous hits, and she just shrugs them off like it's no big deal. You, know, you keep making that cross of hearts keep those heart orbs flowing and you could just tank tank huge huge hits and be like all right whatever the, the big thing you do with um awoken lube is um you throw up a damage shield to protect you from mirror's attacks for three turns mm-hmm. um but kaede doesn't need that she just makes her own shield out of hearts uh and then uh you're good to go she's so strong all right, JP News. JP. Uh, there was a stream recently, uh, Fist of the North Star collab is coming back uh, with Alt Evos, 
thrown out there as well as some buffs uh, but the buffs and alts did not hit any of the monsters I would have been excited for them to hit mm-hmm. so no Rao, no Kenshiro no Yuria none of those monsters Who got was hit? Uh, Ray and Toki maybe like doesn't really seem like like silver eggs that got all okay. devos. Uh, it's not not super exciting, I'll be honest. Did that change any of their their relevance, or are they still kind of like meh? They seem like they're still kind of meh. Okay. Um, Awoken Izanagi was announced. Mm-hmm. Uh, some cool uh, leader skill buffs for him. Uh, he got some true damage. Yeah, and now he hits. He can hit yeah, really hard, a really hard active. Or, uh, times seven. Is he leader material? Uh, certainly could be. It'll be interesting to see how people put teams together for him and how it plays out. But yeah, he's definitely looking like he might be a strong leader. That's exciting. Uh, but you know, seven seven times attack isn't enormous anymore. But you got that recovery though. Yeah, no, he's got a lot of stuff going on for him that are pretty interesting. We saw art for uh, the alt evos of Al Russia and Spica, or one of the two, since they're probably going to be split alt evos. Uh, we saw art for one of the two split alt evos for uh, three of the Sengoku gods, so red, green, and dark. Ooh, which dark, is dark and red look great. Akachi, Sonata, and uh, Ishida, I believe. So you're into Sonata and Akachi? Yeah, they look looking cool. good. Um, those Evos, particularly Evos, got an additional uh, two on-color rows and a skill boost. So double skill boost, four row enhance in that color. So yeah, uh, that's pretty cool. That's going to beef up my Lucy and Pandora team. Yeah, definitely. So um, we got those... They announced three new Godfest exclusives, which I'll be honest, I haven't even really had time to take a look at yet. Mm-hmm. The, you know, I don't think no one really mentioned them being super OP or or broken, but uh, I'll take a look and uh, maybe we'll talk about them next time. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Very. Uh, inter- right. Different. Different. Uh, like kind of a little bit of a departure in the art category for those. I think. Like a. They're, they're like a departure. No, just just different from what they've been doing lately. They have been doing a bunch of like anything that's a machine starts to look really busy and weird, mm-hmm. and I'm not a huge fan. These are going the opposite direction, even towards like maybe a little cartoony. Um, already mentioned those uh, Evos from Anna with all the uh, different armors that she's going to be able to put on, and then uh, Mechathena came out. Machine Athena. Um, so, as a leader, her and stats, people were less than excited. Uh, and there was a lot of complaint in JP, and they actually changed her leader skill, buffed it a little bit. Uh, but uh, still not going to replace Machine Zeus or Machine Hera in terms of running co op dungeons together. Maybe in some sort of specific, very special case where you just need high attack and you maybe need to take a preemptive strike that you can't avoid or can't use a skill to uh, get around. Um, but the Mechathena dungeon came out with a new mechanic, uh, and that is 
darked out orbs that are permanently darked out. Oh, and even if you clear them? Yeah, even if you move them around, uh, if you clear them, they go away. Okay. But if you move them around and, and uh, you know, swipe through them, it doesn't change anything. They just stay dark. You can touch them to see what color they are. Oh, okay, that's good. So you're not, like, completely in the dark on it. You don't have to memorize what happened before they did that skill. But... But swiping does nothing. Yeah, you will see that. That's um, interesting. The Machine Athena dungeon is pretty interesting as well. I've seen double Rodin's, double Groden solo clears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how... I don't know if I want to grind through like that. Hopefully I can find a better way around it, but... Uh, Athena does have a uh, damage absorption shield at set at like 500k, and it lasts 99 turns. So it seems like a lot of a lot of, of people are actually just stalling it out, stalling out the 99 turns. Oh, yeah, that sounds gross. All right, I think we'll uh, move on from news. Do you have any? You don't have any other news, do you? No more JP news. Okay, I didn't want to. Ju- I didn't want to jump ahead if you didn't have anything. Sorry. All right. Uh, our leader of the pod uh, by accident is Rono, <laughs> uh, who is a green devil machine monster, uh, whose leader skill uh, is if you make a heart cross, you get four times attack and thirty five percent damage reduction. Uh, so, so don't. Double run of leaders, 35% damage reduction gets you to like 42%. Which, you know, if you're co-oping and you're making the cross of hearts, you know, having something reduced by like 42, 42.5% is probably going to be really good. Um, so where does he lie in like the heart cross like meta? Is he one of the better ones? I just think that his leader skill is going to be really hard to use. So you basically need to do a heart cross and hit four different colors. Oh, wow. To get 144 times attack. And the heart cross isn't as strong of a uh, damage reducer as something like the heart cross where it's a 70 or a 75% damage reduction. Is that right? No, two times 50%. So a 50% damage reduction is worth a lot more than two time, or like than the 35% damage reduction. So you know, you're talking the difference between 42.5% coming through versus 25% coming through. Okay. So, um, so what, do, what do subs look like for this guy? I don't even know. Yeah? I was looking at it. So it's a... A multiple color matcher that needs a bunch of hearts so i was trying to like think of what you need heart makers yeah i think that you need to pop something like uh maybe decali followed by thumbelina thumbelina what does thumbelina do again changes some color from uh one color to heart one color to hearts yeah so what that means is that you're left with four colors and you have uh, if you do decali and then thumbelina you're guaranteed at least these six heart orbs. Are, is there one of the Angel series that does four colors in a heart? Uh, potentially? I don't know which one that would be. 
I don't know if Famion does four, four colors. Yeah. I know Kite. Kite is a devil that does four colors and hearts. So the problem is, is that like, you know, a lot of these active might kick out only like three, four hearts. Mm-hmm. And then you fuck. Cross. Yeah. Yeah. So, because, um, you know, with without the cross, there's no damage reduction and there's no uh, 144x multiplier. If you ha- If you don't have the cross, you're looking at a, you know, taking full damage from any hit that attacks you. And uh, you're also, you know, if you don't make the cross of hearts, you're taking full damage, and it looks like you get like a 16 times attack, which isn't the worst in the world, but it's also not great. Not that big of a deal. All right. He does have a three-turn active, so he's kind of ripe for skill inheritance. Okay. Uh, The three-turn active is like turning jammers and poison to hearts, maybe? Okay. And uh, turning green to hearts, or I, don't, I think they're not both hearts, but whatever. You kind of get the idea. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm looking at like maybe Decali and Thumbelina, or then Decali and Ronov. Ronov makes two hearts. Um, so if you do Decali and then Ronov, you're guaranteed five hearts. Mm-hmm. So you can definitely do the damage reduction board. Maybe. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, Chocobo. Any other? Chocobo? Poor man. But, like, how do, you, how do you guarantee that you have enough hearts? You got to... Whenever you do one of these, I think you have to change another color to hearts. Otherwise, yeah, you, you're probably shit out of luck. Mm-hmm. Oh. Or just hope for the, the hearts to be there. The beer and, and uh, lack of sleep is going to my head. I can't, <laughs> can't contain my potty mouth. Uh, one, we got the explicit rating. One farmable monster that might fit on there quite well is Yormagonder. Um, My Magonder? Yeah, Yormagonder. <laughs> so, Yormagonder makes uh, a board that is all five colors plus jammers, uh, which can then, be good for that. And then, uh, oh yeah, it's great. You can uh, try to get like your jammers changed to hearts or something else changed to hearts, so that you're ready to hit the full multiplier there. All right, Kevin. Is there like an active similar to Lucy where you just create three hearts at random? Well, there's Fallen Angel, or uh, not Fallen Angel, but uh, Archangel Lucifer. That might be a Who does Morning Star and creates six heart orbs at random. Oh. So maybe like a a Kali and him? I don't know. Yeah, but if his six orbs change away, like some of your, Your your, your your orb colors for attacking, I think you're better off. Um, with uh, picking one color, changing that color to hearts. Mm-hmm. That way you have at least six hearts on a Decali plus Thumbelina board, maybe. Uh, as I was saying, your Mugander is probably your best bet as a farmable sub for a farmable board change. Uh, perhaps uh, Gano or uh, Linthia might also be uh, a good one to use, but uh, nonetheless, uh, I don't think that there's a ton of syner- synergy. You might have to plan out for co-op runs with Ronov. All right. All right. Cool. So we are going to our last segment, which is the Q Corner. I Ooh, think both sp- of us are uh, nearly ready to call it quits on this one. 
and uh, so we'll just do that quick cue corner and go to bed. All right, what is your pick? My pick. Read me the number. Is two nine four seven, and it is nocturnal corpse worm oh, dragon I love this zombie. Pick. It's so good. Yeah, I, I've sort of telegraphed this. I've said it was coming. When you uh, brought it the first time, I loved it. This time, I love it. Love the colors. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be hypermaxing one of these at some point for no real good reason, other than the fact that I love it. And it's just there's just so much going on that's really cool. Uh, the the artwork on the dragon zombie itself is really awesome, and then the the three unexplained uh, ghosts slash riders that go with the dragon zombie are fantastic um both literally and figuratively i love that they're like melting into him exactly so such such cool art uh, i'm a huge fan how I do you cha- feel about this uh golden glowing hula hoop yeah i don't know what it is but i'm in uh, I'm, is it a whip I, I think it's a glowing hoop i don't really know why it's there but i'll it, take it that's fine Everything it it looks it fits with everything else. It I love the purple, amazing. the green. I love the glowing eye. Yeah, this is a great pick. Yeah. All right, you are up. All right, my pick. I can't see that far. What is it? Two nine. Two nine two five. Two five. Have we talked about this one before? Well, I don't know what it is. So you're gonna have to tell me. It is Afterglow Destroyer Dragon Apocalypse. Oh, okay. So we both picked all Evos that came out at the same same day, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what is what is doing it for you on this uh, version I, of Apocalypse? I never was a huge fan of Apocalypse initially when it, I first pulled it a while ago. Um, but then taking a look at my Awoken Thor team and realizing that this version is a really good staple on it, um, I really like the artwork. I like the glowing rings. I like the, the neon. It kind of got a revamp that i really appreciate compared to the old one. Oh yeah totally i the the other one was like the original offender for me with the too busy by half and i can't really even tell where the monster is anymore in the art it's mm-hmm. just like designs and i have to sort of like decipher where the head might be uh, in this one we don't have that problem at all it's very clearly this like mechanically dragon who is roaring at the sky um and even an icon looks very clear you know what's going on there so i love it It reminds me of something i would see at like a disney parade something brightly lit but also a dragon (laughs) all right uh this is my pick i i really love it it's great i uh i i didn't think i didn't love it when it first came out but uh, it's definitely growing on me it's definitely one of those arts where i'm like all right, all right. I see it. I see it. I'm I'm starting to really be into this. You're into the whimsy. Yeah. Why not? He's got. I think he's generated a magic circle at the end of his tail and is shooting bolts of magic <laughs> out of it. I, yeah, I'm all in. I like it. Sweet. All right. I think let's wrap this up. Let's wrap it. Let's... I, I'm about to fall asleep. <laughs> and I, I hope it hasn't affected well, we... me too badly. It's because we watched that episode of Puzzle and Dragons and we. Push this really late. 
I I think it's because Diana and I drove until one in the morning last night, and then I woke that, up yeah. at I woke up a little bit before six and couldn't fall back to sleep. So I think that that is catching up to me. Well, so it's, it's great great to be reunited. Oh my god, so good. So I know you had a few other guests who I appreciate coming on. But I'm glad that you and I are reunited. Yeah, we'll have to do some more Skype podcasts. We'll mm-hmm. have to uh, make sure that Pokemon Go doesn't steal all of your attention. <laughs> but uh, it's been fun to be back on the pod with you. I, I feel it always feels good when you're, when you, you're on the do pod. Do you feel like we're home again? Yeah, it does. It feels really nice to, to be sitting next to you and doing it oh, uh, rather so than sweet. on Skype. All right. Um, Shall I sign us off? Uh, well, before we do, we're just going to mention uh, email in questions like Parker did today. Uh, we will get to Parker's email, I swear. Next time. Uh, and uh, the email address for that is podcastbros at gmail.com. And Evan, how do you spell that? It's P A D C A S T B R O S at gmail.com. So, yeah, email us your questions, any leaders you want to hear about, uh, any artwork you like. Just say hello. Be a pad bro. A prat a pad sibling. Prad bro. Pad bore. <laughs> a prad bore. <laughs> Alright guys, well, good night, good morning. Um, and may the skyfall gods be ever in your favor. Goodbye. Goodbye. Stage whispers. Goodbye. See ya guys. Happy pulling. Hopefully you get your five times. Rodens. Rodens or Norns. And that is all. <laughs> That's it. Trail yeah. off. We'll edit that out. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe yes. Hot Maybe. pockets. <laughs> <laughs> I keep waiting for you to sing. Good night. Oh. <laughs> Padboards united at last. Pad boars.